Hello and welcome to the Dear DIY Mommy podcast. This is the show for DIY and decor lovers all about budget-friendly home decorating, home improvement, and crafting ideas. My name is Christina Dennis, aka the DIY Mommy, and I'm a DIY and decor expert here to answer all of your questions. On this episode, have you ever wondered how to choose interior paint colors for your home? That is exactly what we're gonna talk about today on Dear DIY Mommy. One of the most budget-friendly upgrades that you can make to your home with what I think is pretty much the biggest impact is painting your walls. But what's the best way to go about choosing paint colors for your home? What mistakes should you avoid? Let's talk about that today. Today's question comes from Mary from the blog survey last year, and she asks, what's the best way to choose interior paint colors? This can be tricky and this can go really wrong. So I thought I would share with you all of the things that I've learned over the past, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years of painting rooms, mistakes that I have made that hopefully you can avoid, and then finally how to go about choosing the perfect paint color for your home. So let's chat about three mistakes that people often make when they're choosing paint colors for their home. So like I mentioned at the beginning, I love painting walls because this is something that is generally pretty affordable for most people and it can completely change the feeling of a space. I love the power of paint. I've done uh, lots of painting in lots of our homes over the years. I painted our RVs, painted our vacation rental. We've done lots of painting projects in other people's homes. It's a really great way for any DIYer to completely upgrade their space. Let's talk about mistake number one, and that mistake is you haven't determined the mood you want to create in your space. I think planning is everything when it comes to renovating a room in your home. Determining that mood that you want to create with paint is a really good first step to finding that perfect paint color. I feel like if you don't plan the mood of your room in advance, your completed space will probably feel disjointed. It's not going to create any sense of a journey for you or anybody in your home. I love planning. I'm super type A. I love to plan everything in advance. Sometimes this this is a detriment because it makes things go a little longer than they should. But honestly, usually it's really helpful because I spend a lot of time in the you know, beginning stages of a project. And then that way, there's less mistakes that tend to happen in the later stages. Altering your plan at the beginning of your project is a lot easier than having to repaint an entire room. One way I like to plan the feel of a room makeover is just to go and browse Pinterest. So go to pinterest.com, create a Pinterest board with photos of rooms that I love. So for example, if you want to paint your living room, you can start pinning images of beautiful living rooms that you want to emulate. Now, once you pin a few images, you know, five to 10 images, you should start to see a pattern from photo to photo. So you might see that all of the spaces have white walls. All of the spaces have blue walls. 
all of the spaces have a really modern Scandinavian look perhaps, or maybe all of the spaces have a few more traditional or innate elements. Seeing these repetitions are going to help you determine the style and the mood that you're going for in your space. Now, if you can't really name the style after you see all these images together, you kind of see these reoccurring elements. You can kind of picture this room that you want to create, but you don't know how to really pinpoint that style. I do have a home decor style quiz on my blog, thediymommy.com. So head on over there after you listen to today's podcast, answer a few questions, and that should give you a pretty good idea as to what your home decor style is. And then you can use that to search even more images, more inspiration, you know, via Google or Pinterest or whatever you want to use. So check out the show notes for this episode after you listen to it at thediymommy.com slash podcast. I will link to the style quiz there for you. I am a huge color psychology geek. I think that wall color is huge when it comes to setting a mood in your home. I'm going to also put this a graphic that's helpful for you. It's going to share all the psychology of colors on my blog. So again, check out the show notes, but let's just chat about them right now and go through kind of the main color families that you might want to try for paint colors in your wall and what sort of feelings what sort of moods they can evoke red when we first moved to our garage house on our acreage i painted one of the accent walls this deep chili pepper red i just loved it so much you might remember in the early 2000s when red was so hot in paint color i loved it Red can add energy, passion, excitement to your space. It's really nice for a more modern feeling space and a space that you want to feel energized in. So I wouldn't use red for something like a bedroom where you want to feel calm, where you want to feel relaxed. I would use it for something like a workout room, uh, an entry maybe, even a kid's space might work with red. It's a very juicy, vibrant color. So just use this one in small doses. Orange. This is my least favorite color in the whole world, but I'm still going to talk about it. It feels optimistic. It feels youthful. So orange might be a nice color for a kid's room. It might feel nice again in a workout area, something a little more energetic. I wouldn't use this in a bedroom. You can add a little more brown to orange to give it that burnt orange look that kind of fall softer feeling yellow yellow is joyful it's fun i'm seeing lots more yellow these days yellow was quite popular in again the early 2000s when more of the the warm colors were in style Uh, but it's coming back now and i'm seeing it a lot in cabinetry and kitchens It's a fun choice for an entry as well. It's just a happy color. Green. Green is hot right now. Green is a classic. It makes us think of nature. It makes us think of health, of growth, and I love the calming effects that green could have. I personally love green for pretty much any room, kitchen, living room, bedroom. You can have a more blue green. You can have a more yellow green. There's so many different green paint colors. And I feel like it's a classic that pretty much never goes out of style. Same with blue. Blue is a confident color. Blue can make us feel secure. It's a pretty safe color for almost any wall in your home, especially for something like a bedroom where you want that calming, secure feeling. Purple. Purple's interesting. Purple was, I believe, Pantone's color of the year this year. 
is a purple tone not one of my personal favorites but my daughter used to love purple we painted her first bedroom a nice deep bright purple this color can create a sense of intrigue it can also make a space feel royal it could be a fun color for a kid's room or maybe if you want to go for a deeper jewel tone in a more formal sitting room or dining room pink i love pink it's a very feminine color. It's also very calm and happy. So this is a nice choice for any room where you want to create a soft mood. I love this color for bedrooms and also as an accent color. Let's talk about the neutrals. So white, white generally represents purity, creates a feeling of space. You can make a room feel a lot larger by using white paint. So if you are in a smaller space, if you're doing an RV, something like that, painting the interior white is going to make a huge difference. It's also a great choice if you want to use some more colorful accents because you can change up the accents in the space and the walls are going to match no matter what. Finally, black. Black is a very powerful color. It's very strong and it could also create a feeling of elegance. I feel like it's best to use this one in smaller doses because if it's throughout the whole room, if it's on every single wall in the home, it can make your room feel small. So I like to use this in small doses. I have it on the top third of our living room and then the bottom third or the bottom two thirds rather is white. And I feel like that is a nice contrast but I still love that elegance of black without it making the whole room look too small. So when you've determined the mood and the style of the room that you want to create, this is going to help you pick the color family. So just the general color family, whether it's blue, green, white, etc. And then you can narrow down your specific paint color choices from there. I always default to shades of white, green, and blue pretty much since my red wall days because I just love to create a sense of calm in my home. Now the second mistake, mistake number two when choosing paint colors is you're choosing paint colors based on that little tiny paint chip alone. Not gonna lie, I've done this before because I've been on a time crunch and I try to do my best. I go to the store, grab a paint chip, stare at it for a minute and think, oh yeah, that's gonna work. <laughs> but usually it, it ends up being a lot different looking on the wall than it does on the paint chip. I don't recommend choosing a paint color this way. There's a couple different reasons why this rarely works. The first one is the paint's gonna look a lot different on a larger area versus that small paint chip. So it might look subtle on the chip, but then once the color is on an entire eight by 10 foot wall, it's probably gonna look a lot more saturated. And this has been something that I've experienced. I know my friends have experienced this in the past. You find a beautiful turquoise color, looks really subtle on the chip, looks really light on the chip. And then once you put it up on the wall, it looks very dramatic and very saturated. Second reason why this rarely works is that the lighting in the store that you find the paint chip at is most likely gonna be different than the lighting that you have in your own home. The way the light bounces off your walls can make paint colors look completely different, as does the temperature of the light bulbs in your home and the exposure of your home, whether your home gets a lot of north light, south light, etc. It's actually quite surprising how this changes the color of a paint. So instead of going right off that paint chip, I recommend choosing a few paint colors you like buying small sample pots of each of these colors. And these sample pots are gonna usually cost you around $5 Canadian, not very expensive, but 
making that small investment at the beginning can save you a lot of money in the long run if you paint an entire room and then have to repaint it all over again. So after you grab those pots of paint, you can paint about a three foot by three foot square on your wall or bigger if you want. See how the colors look at all times of the day. How does the color look in the morning light? How does it look at night when you have your lights on in the house? And you might be surprised at how different the paint looks on your walls. I noticed this most dramatically when testing white paint colors. You can rarely experience the undertones of the paint. So undertones are like the secondary colors that kind of pop through the white. So blue undertones, yellow undertones, beige. You can rarely catch those little color differences until you can paint large swatches on your wall and see those swatches through all the times of day. Mistake number three. You're choosing paint colors that looked good in someone else's home. This is similar to mistake number two. Just because the paint color looks good elsewhere does not unfortunately mean that it's going to work in your space. If there's a specific color you love that you've seen in another home that you've seen on Pinterest, on a blog, it's still a really good idea to test it out in your space. Paint that full three by three foot swatch on your wall before you commit. So again, the lighting in your home, the exposure of your home, and also the size of your room, whether it's a smaller room or a larger room, is 100% going to affect how that color looks. So we talked about the mistakes. Let's talk about how I go about choosing paint colors. So this is the method that I personally use. I'm not a painting professional. I'm just a DIYer that's been painting houses uh, for 15 to 20 years. This method works for me every single time. So here's what I do. Here's what I would recommend to choose a paint color that works in your home. Number one, create that mood board on Pinterest with room inspiration. So pin those photos of rooms that you love. Secondly, choose paint color families based off of those photos and the mood that you want to create. So whether it's blues, greens, pinks, whites, etc. Number three, go to the paint store, choose some specific paint chip colors you like within that color family. And here's a little tip, choosing colors with a little bit of gray in them or a little bit of beige in them will make them look more sophisticated. So I know lots of my friends and of course me, we like uh, blue green colors, so turquoises, teals, etc. However, if you choose a chip, a color of turquoise with a bit of gray in it, it's going to have more of a sophisticated look on the wall. If there's really no gray or beige in it, it's a very clear color. It's going to be a little more appropriate for something like a nursery. It's going to look more saturated. Fourthly, narrow those colors down to your favorite three to five colors and then buy sample pots of those colors. Next, paint those three by three foot swatches of the colors on your wall and then monitor how they look over the course of a few days in all light situations and all times of day. And then finally, you should be able to pick your favorite out of those color swatches and then buy the paint that you need and then get started on your project. I know that sounds like a lot of work, but doing that prep is going to prevent you from choosing that wrong color. It's going to prevent you from having to repaint your whole space and it's going to help you pick a beautiful pink color that you love. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you found these tips helpful as you consider choosing a paint color for your home. Now it's time for this week's challenge. If you're considering painting a room in your home, start putting together a Pinterest board of spaces that you love. Are there any common elements in those photos like wall color, floor color, and furniture style? Is there a mood that these photos exude? Write down the common elements and common mood of the photos you've pinned and then tell me what color family you think would work for the wall color in your space in the comments of today's show notes at the DIYMommy.com slash podcast. Thanks again for listening and happy DIYing.